Athletics is a lifestyle. It's not a nine to five. It never will be. And it never has been. And it's a lifestyle. And you really have to embrace that um, lifestyle. Welcome to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we give you unparalleled access to the University of Indianapolis Sport Management Program, which is located within the amateur sports capital of the world. Through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors, listeners will gain information that can't be received by visiting a website or even touring a campus. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things sport management. So today we are joined by Miss Sherry Swarthout, who is the athletic director at Queen's University of Charlotte in North Carolina. Um, for listeners who are wondering how we got in touch, um, I actually volunteered for a Jay Billis basketball camp back in the summer of 15 at Queen's University after my freshman year in college. And I remember just admiring the athletic facilities and wanting to learn more. So I reached out to her via email a couple months back and came to find out that she actually coached Stephanie White's sister in college, which was relatable because I worked under uh, Coach White at Vanderbilt University. So with all that, we're glad to have her on. Um, she has been the AD of Queens since 2016 and all together has been there for 14 years and she is here to join us for the division two episode of our ad mini series so we are glad to have you on today thank you cody glad to be here so i usually like to ask a fun question just to get things started um so i'm curious i don't know if you're a big movie person but if you have a favorite sports film of all time Wow, you know, um, that's a really good question. Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies or TV, um, but I think what comes to mind probably are Hoosiers. Um, growing up in the Midwest, I'm from, I'm from a very small town also, uh, so that really kind of resonates with me. Um, or even Rudy, you know, the underdog, the guy that got it done. And so I, I would say that those are two probably my all-time favorites, probably on a lot of people's lists, um, but certainly mine. So where are you from exactly? I'm from a tiny call, town called Climax, Michigan, um, between Battle Creek and Kalamazoo, kind of between Charlotte and Detroit, or Chicago okay. and Detroit, sorry. Okay. You just said Hoosiers, so I didn't know. <laughs> so I reviewed your bio on the school's athletic website, and I noticed that you're involved with many like board seats and community initiatives. And I was wondering if you could touch on how you cultivate those relationships from the time that you've been in your role, because uh, I think that's a part of the athletic director responsibilities that intrigues me and classmates alike. And it's something that we have asked uh, the ADs at D3 and D1 also. Yeah, so I, I think that that's a, a great question. And I think part of it is just showing up, right? being involved, um, finding, uh, you know, organizations that really resonate with you, but also resonate with the vision of the institution and just in finding ways to make a difference because that's what we're designed. That's what we do anyway in our daily lives, but, um, finding a way to 
make an impact. Um, you know, and the relationships are just, again, just part of showing up, being curious, asking questions, um, and, and wanting to be a, wanting to be an active participant. So kind of tying into this next question from that, I noticed also that between your time at Illinois State and joining Queens University, um, it said that you spent some time in private business. So I was wondering if you could maybe touch on that and draw some parallels between maybe how that helped you in your current role now, because I know we hear all the time sports is business. And I remember being a freshman at UND and we were at a networking event and Donnie Walsh was there and his advice to the crowd was, if you don't have a major or a minor, he said, make one of them business because sports is always a business. It absolutely is, isn't it? Um, so I went into insurance when I left coaching at Illinois State. I knew that I didn't want to be a head coach. I have tremendous respect for all of our head coaches, and, and we have an outstanding staff at Queens, certainly. Um, but I knew that that wasn't going to be my path. And so I actually got out of college athletics and started to sell insurance. And as you can imagine, the parallels from what I learned in that industry also um, was parallel to what I learned in recruiting because I was in sales. And so there's a lot of overlap between those two. But when you're self-employed and an independent contractor, so to speak, um, you learn that everything is on you. And from start to start to finish, um, there's no one else guiding you but yourself. So you, you learn even a higher level of individual autonomy. But I think a lot of those lessons that I learned as a student athlete and as a coach um, really helped me in that private business. And then it strengthened those skills in which I could bring back to athletics when I decided to get back into the business. I'm curious, whenever you, whenever you went into insurance, was your idea that you were like done with collegiate athletics or you were doing that to take a break and then get your way back into it? Yeah, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I think the only thing I had ever known was intercollegiate athletics um, and Division One, for that matter. And I didn't know what that next step was. But what it did is it it really allowed me to evolve my skill set and see some, you know, crossover between what I was doing and how that would fit into more of a mainstream business model, I guess. Um, and I didn't know where it was going to lead me. But I do know that when the opportunity presented itself to, re to go to Queens, and when I started uh, there, it felt like a glove. And it felt like that's really where I belong. And so, and that's where I've been for the last 14 plus years um, is there and in intercollegiate athletics because that does, that fits like a glove much better than insurance did. <laughs> I can tell you that that is hauntingly refreshing to hear just that you said you, you didn't know what the next step is because I think us younger people too, like graduating and stuff, if we don't have it planned out, we feel like we're starting like from a, from a position of failure already. So that is encouraging that you came upon the situation you're in now after taking that time. Yeah, and I think you just gotta lean into where you are. You know, you've gotta show up in a high quality way. You've gotta do your best. You've gotta make the most of every moment and get better every day. And that'll open up doors and pathways and, and you just need to step into those. It's realistic to think that obviously for someone in your position, or at any level, really, it would take years for someone to work into an AD's role. 
Um, so with that in mind, what are some credentials or traits that you look for when you're looking to fill positions on your staff? Because I think that knowing things like this is helpful for college graduates when they're coming out and preparing for interviews and such. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I'm not that person that had my whole future mapped out. Um, you know, I think I, I just showed up every day and wanted to do the best um, that I possibly could in that day and be loyal and have integrity for the strength of the institution and, and just try to advance it. You know, I have this saying that I never, I never did the same thing twice because every time I would try to do it a little bit better than the day before. And so that's what opened up the AD role for me. Um, I had a bit of a, I don't know, you could call it traditional, maybe non-traditional path um, to get there. But I think what most resonates for me are people who are willing to take leadership um, roles. They're willing to step in and advance an institution. Um, they have to have autonomy. Uh, they have to have a desire and passion to succeed. Those are the folks that advance. Uh, we have a very large athletic department. We have 30 teams. We have a staff of 70 uh, folks. Every person who works directly underneath me has got to be their own CFO of their area. Every head coach is a CFO of their business. Every um, administrator, regardless of what area they oversee, they have to take it, they have to run with it. Um, they have to work extremely hard um, in that role. And athletics is a lifestyle. It's not a nine to five, it never will be, and it never has been. And it's a lifestyle and you really have to embrace that um, lifestyle. And if you think about it, all of our coaches and our student athletes, what are they geared towards? They want to be better every single day, right? They're highly competitive, highly compassionate, or highly passionate, um, and just want to get, they just want to advance. And so you have to have a staff that aligns with that mentality. I have a, a saying, you know, some people like to be told what to do. I call them point me and pay me people, which you tell them what to do and they'll go do it. Um, and they'll do it well. Um, and then you have the people who really, they don't really want you to tell them what to do because they've got a vision that aligns with yours and they're just ready to take it. And those are the folks that I look for um, are those who, who just really want to get after it. You just said something really interesting and I just have a follow-up question. You just kind of talked about them having a vision and then aligning with yours. When I had the conversation with Amanda Braun, who's at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, she talked about when they're bringing people in, she said one of the questions they asked is why collegiate athletics, like why do you want to work in it and why at this university? So would you say that that's something that you guys look for, um, that it's their passion specifically for the Queens University or is it, I guess what I'm asking is, or is it good enough to just have a passion for college athletics in general rather than tied to one university? Yeah, I think it's it's across um, athletics, you know. Uh, I think they'll find the passion and loyalty and love for the institution that they're at. And that's really when you're hitting on all cylinders is when you can marry those two things um, and you know that you're in the right place. Um, we certainly ask why Queens, right? Um, why, why would you like to work at Queens? Um, but I don't think that that's oftentimes a defining factor as to why they uh, get 
get into the the role um, that we might be interviewing for at the time. Um, if, if for example, we're hiring um, somebody who's who's events and facilities, you know, you want somebody who loves events and facilities that wants to make it the absolute best they can, not just for the coaching staff, but for the student athlete experience and for the fan experience. You know, you want you want to make sure that they're the ones that are everything is perfectly aligned when our student athletes come out onto the court or the field or in the pool, et cetera. Um, but they've got to have a passion for, for what they do day in and day out. Uh, we're, we're all managing um, a large volume of responsibilities. We have, you know, we have 650 student athletes at Queens, 30 programs, um, and that's a, that's a lot of lot of responsibility. And while some schools have more or less than that, we're we're managing day to day is pretty similar. Um, you know, I, I think inherently there's probably a little bit more pressure at Division One to be successful. Um, there's, there's typically more dollars involved at that level. Um, you know, probably the biggest difference, not the biggest difference, but one of the differences, division two typically don't have a lot of staff, you know, doing the same, uh, fulfilling the same obligations, um, as perhaps a division one, but, um, there's probably, like I said, more similarities in what we do on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, than differences dollars and expectations are probably the, the biggest that differentiate one from two and i quite honestly i've not been at the division three level um so I, i'm not sure apart from the scholarship aspect of it um what the differences folks would say would be um, within the division three ranks because there's some outstanding um high level athletic and academic um competition um at every level yeah I just, I don't know. I think that um, us from like a classroom perspective and we look at it, it's a lot like what you just said, scholarships and like the budgets are mm -hmm. obviously different. Um, so I just, I'm always curious what you guys that have the firsthand experience think. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't matter what level you're at, you're never gonna have enough dollars <laughs> or resources or people power uh, that you would like to have, so all trying to get the same job done. This last question um, is one that I typically ask whenever we do an episode, because I'm just curious. If a, if a student came to you, ran into you on campus, and they, you had like 30 seconds to talk to them, and they asked you for a piece of advice on how to get to your role in the future, what would be like your golden nugget for them? Yeah, um, 
You know, to me, it would be say yes and step into spaces um, that present themselves because the best thing you can do is to have a broad range of experiences across every facet of an athletic department. And I started out as a sports information director. I had never done sports information before, but I stepped into that space and I had a broad range of, of responsibilities. Now I sit in the athletic director's chair 14 years later and I can say that I have done every single one of the roles in this department. And so that gives me perspective. Um, and I think that's fantastic um, to be able to just lean into those different responsibilities that you have. And, and don't say that it's not my job or it's not my area. Step into it, lean into it, get as much experience as you possibly can. And you'll find out what it is that you um, gravitate towards. And then that becomes probably the, the thing that uh, you become best at. But but step into the different spaces. I like that. That's the advice we try to give like uh, undergraduate students who are doing internships and they work in athletic departments and they have to do a vast array of stuff. And it, uh, we just tell them like, it's good to get that experience, you know, handling tickets at an event, even though you may not like it. Like, it's just good to get it from what you said perspective. Exactly. That was all the questions I had. I appreciate you taking the time to do this yeah my pleasure thank you for including me yeah um have a good rest of your day and would it be okay if i whenever we post these if i tag um your guys' athletic pages yeah absolutely appreciate it awesome thank you very much all right thank you cody have a great day thanks see ya all right bye